0: Hello everyone, my name is Rose Ramandi and I am really excited and honored to be here this week with you as we continue our study on spirit world realities. Have you ever had the experience of thinking, Am I in the spirit? Am I like, Am I in the spirit? Or having that experience of saying, You know what, am I doing things in the spirit? Or why did I do this? I thought, you know, I'm in the spirit. So why is it I'm walking in the flesh now, right? So I'm not sure if you had that experience, but if you have been a Christian and, you know, uh, have walked in the spirit, you find yourself sometimes asking that question. And uh, and today we are going to take a look at this uh, spirit thing and walking in the spirit or living in the spirit or, you know, experiencing the spirit because end of the day, The sons of God are those who are supposed to inherit all things. And according to Romans chapter 8, the sons of God are those who are led by the Spirit of God. Let me show you that verse. Grab your Bible with me and let's jump in. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. And today we are going to see the different stages of the Spirit. And, and once we understand this then the question so many questions doesn't make sense anymore for example the question like am i in the spirit will you should, you will never ask that question ever again okay is it good awesome let's go to romans chapter 8 and look at verse 14 it says for as many as are led by the spirit of god these are sons of god right and now look at verse 19 for the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of god so the whole story of the bible the gospel the redemption in jesus christ is that a group of people or humanity will rise up into their sonship to find their place as a son in the house of the father and that means that once you find yourself as a son you realize that you are the heir and if you are the heir then you can inherit everything that the father has so that's the whole story of the gospel to find our identity as a son and to know who we are but interestingly you know we are reading the bible having a lot of revelations we get together in the groups a study we have debates we have um, you know discussion around the subject and all of these are great but they are not enough for us to live as a son of god as we just read in in romans chapter 8 verse 14 those who are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god so that means end of the day every truth that you and i are going to know eventually it must uh, have that leading of the spirit in our lives so we can live if you remember in the previous video basically we were talking about how the word became flesh but the word didn't start producing life unless the spirit came and the word and the spirit became one and we also we realized that we uh, we, we went to first peter chapter one and it says you are born again from the incorruptible seed of the word of god so this video is mostly about walking in the spirit and not really walking in the world okay so but before I continue that, I want to say like every time we take a look at a scripture or a teaching, it's only a portion of the bigger picture. So today we are focusing mostly on the spirit part of this spirit world reality. What is walking in the world simply that we are going to even see that in this teaching because they go hand to hand. But... If I want to give you one sentence, it's that you understand what the truth is. So, the more you understand the truth, you find the reality um, of who you are more. I actually, when I became a Christian, I started going to spirit filled churches, okay? And it was amazing. At least they believed in the spirit. And I remember. That uh, you know, a friend of us took us to this church, and it was a time I was just—I could literally feel the spirit of God. But I wasn't that much as strong in the word because it was just the beginning of my journey. And I remember, like, he took us to this church. That was a little church, and and a weirdest thing happened to me. The moment I stepped into the church, I felt that feeling of the presence of the spirit. I felt it's left. And i'm like and i'm like what just happened why am i not experiencing that spirit that you know i you know I, it feels like the holy spirit like didn't come in <laughs> you know honestly it just felt like that and um uh, but we you know that this is impossible but the thing is that was my feeling at the time and it was interesting the moment i stepped out of the door the you know the, out of the church all of a sudden i could immediately start feeling this presence of the spirit and and then we went to you know like the spirit filled churches worshiping in the spirit oh my goodness it was amazing the how the spirit was working people were people were getting healed there was words of knowledge prophesying and and i remember i was like oh my gosh that's it this is it this is the church you know the spirit filled church right and And it was great because I was just comparing with the previous experience that I felt like it was so dry and the spirit had nothing to do in anything they were doing in that church, the first one. But when I went to the spirit field, it felt so good because they were moving with the spirit and so many things were happening. But as as I continue in those like spirit-filled churches, I realized this is not a criticism to any church or anything. We all... We all are living in parts, okay? It's just for you to realize that there is more to embrace and we should never get stuck where we are at. After some time when Masood and I, we started studying the Bible, we realized there is something really missing in the spirit-filled churches and that's the word. Some churches that we go, it's the word only there. For example, the first church I told you, So they were really uh, speaking the word, but it wasn't the spirit there. And that's why that word was so dry. And honestly, according to Corinthians, it says the word without the spirit kills. The truth without the spirit kills. Okay. And now the second church was the other way around. It was like they had the spirit, but they didn't have the word. And I was like, how can we combine these two together? Because... The life is the life of the spirit and the word together. So now that's why, um, like I remember when I was in that like spirit for churches, but sorry, the spirit-filled churches, the word was missing. And Masud and I, we wanted to bring the word, our revelations, and and we realized that so many people they think they got it all, they have their spirit so that's it and it's interesting a few years later you know we are ministering and teaching and how i don't know how many people actually came to us and said you know what i thought i have this spirit and that's enough i don't need anything else i can speak in tongues i can pray for people for healing i can see miracles happening i thought i got it all like that's it. this is christianity but now, since I'm listening to you, you guys are like bringing the word of God alive into life. And I'm experiencing another level of life. And that said, what I'm trying to say is spirit walking alone is not perfect and complete. Walking in the world without the spirit is going to kill you and it's not perfect. We need to grow into the spirit and word together because they must work together as we saw it in the previous uh, previous video but today in this part i'm mostly talking about in a spirit and understand the three levels and we are going to see in romans chapter 8 the three levels of walking in the spirit so now walking living and even uh, you know um, being in the spirit so now That's why it's really important that you be led by the Spirit. But the thing is, the Spirit leads you when the truth is there, when the Word is there. Because when the Word is there, the Spirit can work to make this Word fruitful in your life. Otherwise, the Spirit is just working. If you remember, in Genesis chapter 1, the Spirit is hovering over the the darkness that that is in, in the in, on the earth and then there was a word that came out. it says now God said let there be wo-. actually you know what let me uh, take you there this might move me to different direction uh, but if it did that's okay I can record uh, the next video or the next teaching and add to today's teaching. So let's go to Genesis chapter 1 and in Genesis chapter 1, Uh, verse 1 it says in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water do you know the word hovering actually this word is vibrating the spirit of God was vibrating over the face of the waters I can share my screen here and maybe we all can just picture this because we're gonna see something amazing together so let's say uh, this is the uh, the spirit of the earth was without form so I'm gonna put earth without form okay and then it says the darkness was on the face of the deep okay so therefore it's darkness in a place that has no form so what sh- this shows me that the light is what brings form to something that is without form just in the bracket in case for those of you who are interested to a study the word sin in the new testament means without form okay and that can bring us to uh, understanding as i'm gonna go talk about this it's gonna open up more all right so the darkness is there and then it says the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the water so do you see it's not saying the word it says the spirit okay so what I can do let's say this is a spirit it's vibrating so I can write down something like frequency here so the spirit is vibrating over the face of this darkness but now that nothing is happening unless this word was sent out so now look at verse three then god said let there be light and there was light or better translation is god said light be and there was light so what do we see here god sent the word out of the spirit okay so now this word he came out of the spirit and that word is actually light so god spoke in the previous video we saw that jesus said god is spirit and in john chapter 1 it says the word is god right the word was with god and the word was god right so the moment the spirit is hovering over the face of the darkness of the earth but nothing is happening Even the spirit is there, even the spirit is like vibrating. Why the spirit is vibrating? Because the spirit wants to send out the word to create life, to create light. Keep your finger here in Genesis chapter 1. And I want to take you to Hebrews chapter 11. Look at Hebrews chapter 11. And let's take a look at verse... um, three in hebrews chapter 11 it says by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god do you see the word of god so that the things which are seen were not made of the things um were not made of the things which are visible okay so let's read that again read that again so that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible okay so it says therefore that the things that are seen are made with the thing that is invisible so the visible is made out of the invisible what was the invisible this verse talks about the Word of god so now if i want to come back to my screen here therefore the earth that creation started happening to it was the visible part of this creation so we can say this darkness this without form it was visible Now, the creation of the visible must happen, okay? But where? Out of darkness, all right? But what made the world, what made the visible, the earth, not the darkness, the earth that is visible to become visible, it's the word of God. It's the word that came out of the spirit. Therefore, our invisible Uh, things that made the visible is the word and spirit so they they are invisible okay so the word and the spirit they are invisible but the moment a spirit like start vibrating over something because they want to create something the, the word and the spirit together start creating the visible things. Okay, does, does that make sense? Perfect. So now the thing is, and if it doesn't make sense, I really encourage you to watch the video again or stay to the end because you're gonna see what is really happening. We are in Genesis chapter one, and in Genesis chapter one, it's just a creation of the heaven and earth, right? And usually we take a we look at this naturally. But now, today, we want to take one step off of our understanding of the scripture. So therefore, so a spirit and word are the two invisible factors that they create the visible realm. And now, we talked about it last in the previous video, that the word is in you, the spirit comes once again, the spirit and word, they join together in one, and now it's time for the spirit to start vibrating over your being so the word can be spoken having said that let's go to um, let's go to first corinthians let's go to second corinthians chapter four and in second corinthians chapter four let's take a look at verse six it says for it is god who commanded light to shine out of darkness so let's stop here our brother uh, you know paul is referring to genesis right we just read it what happened in genesis god commanded the light to shine right in genesis light b so it says the same god who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of god in the face of jesus christ so let's wait it says the same god has shown in our hearts so let's get back here and let's take a look at this picture that uh, you know paul is using to give us a revelation of jesus christ it says the same God who was vibrating under the on, over the, the, the darkness of the earth, and he shone light, light be, send the word out. The same God is doing the same thing in our heart. So basically, the darkness is in the heart. Okay, so I'm going to write that down here heart so now our heart is the place of darkness our heart is that earth that is without form our heart is the place that the spirit is hovering over it is vibrating over our heart waiting for the word to be spoken so that the spirit and word can enlighten the heart have you ever had that experience that someone revealed something to you and you go, oh, it feels like this light bulb, something like opened up for you. This is what is happening. So the heart is that darkness. So what is it saying? It says God uh, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shown in our heart the light of the knowledge of the glory of of god in the face of jesus christ so let's take pay attention to the first one the light of the knowledge of the glory of god but we just saw it in genesis chapter 1 that the word became that light you can even see that in john chapter 1 the word was with god and the word is god and the word became flesh and the word was the light to mankind so the word that is spoken by itself is the light. It's not that God is sitting here and He's bringing a light. The word He's speaking is the light in darkness. And now He says, "Guys, this word that is lightening up our, um, you know, our heart is the knowledge of the glory." the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Okay. So what do we see here? We see here a man that is in the darkness of the heart. Okay. So that's why it has to be the spirit to come and start vibrating over your heart and then the word of the knowledge of the glory of god jesus christ the face our head must be spoken and proclaimed so both together start enlightening your heart let's go to romans keep your finger here let's go to romans chapter one okay So look at Romans chapter one and look at verse 21. It says, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. Because, I'm sorry, I think I read verse 20. Now verse 21. Because although they knew God, They did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Okay, so do you see the heart heart that is darkened? It's something happened. What happened is they became futile in their thoughts and then their foolish hearts were darkened. Verse 22, professing to be wise, they became fools. So this is how the corruption came. If you want to have a study in your group, study Romans chapter one from verse 18 all the way to verse 24. So the thing is, this is how the corruption came. So how did the corruption come? I'm going to move my screen here a little up for you. Okay. Okay so i'm i'm gonna say there is the man okay can i put like this and i'm gonna put a heart here actually oh sorry this is the man right who received or who got corrupted how did the corruption happen let's say this is heart it says their thoughts became futile all right so let's say the thoughts are in the head and i'm gonna have the head dark or the face or the head or the thoughts is void of truth all right so their thoughts became futile it's void of truth i'm going to show that verse to you and that's why because they didn't have the thoughts of the truth the word of god therefore their heart also turned dark and this is how the corruption came this is how death this is how mortality came this is how man started sweating and living in the sweat of his face and never seeing the fruit of the Spirit and the Word of God in his life so now the heart also became the heart was darkened I'm gonna put darkened okay dark and yeah ed (laughs) all right so now let's go to let's go back to second corinthians chapter four it says okay guys what happened was there was this spirit same spirit that was hovering over the face of the same darkness of the earth in genesis is now actually this spirit is hovering over our heart And the same God who shone light in the darkness, now he's shining the light into the darkness of our heart by speaking, I'm going to use yellow, shining the dark by speaking the knowledge of God. Okay, so now the heart is no longer darkened, but the heart is um illuminated the heart is shining the heart is uh, you know um, um lightened okay so do you see that now let's go back to a few verse before that look at verse four in second corinthians chapter four therefore since we have this ministry we have received mercy we do not lose heart But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in the craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by by, um, manifestation of the truth, commanding ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Verse 3, but even if our gospel is veiled, is veiled to those who are perishing whose minds the god of this age has blinded who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of christ who is the image of god shines in them now did you see the mind there did you see it says okay the reason the gospel is foolishness because their mind is darkened their mind is blinded Their mind is void of truth. Look at this. Look at verse 4. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of God may shine. Okay, so now let's come back here to the screen. Here, therefore, this darkness of the mind, that is void of truth, it says the God of this age. God of this age. Age. now question is why why is it saying the God of this age probably I needed to have a little G here right so why is it saying the God of this age because your head is always your God because the head is the husband the head is the ruler okay now when your mind is darkened by a ruler the god of this age therefore that means uh, if your mind is darkened by something that thing it becomes your god right because it becomes your head i'm sorry i think i didn't (laughs) here i go (laughs) i thought you have my screen here all right so do you see here i wrote down here the head is the god of this age that's why what causes the darkness happen in your head it becomes your god but if you read in the context which i probably if i do that it's gonna take a lot of time here if you read in the context paul is talking about the law paul is talking about the ministry of the old covenant and the ministry of the new covenant look at the look at this this one um let me show you a couple of verses here Um, i can take you okay look at verse six who in second corinthians chapter six it says who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant not of the leather but of the spirit for the leather kills by the spirit gives life so do you see the god of this age that he's talking here i'm gonna write it down The God of this age that brought darkness, that eventually caused the death to happen, it was the letter. What was the letter? It's the word. Which word? The word of God. It's talking about the law. It's talking God gave the law. It was the word of God. But because people didn't read that word in the spirit, that word became they, um, killed them it became death to them so do you see it's the word it is the word of god but because natural man doesn't see the spirit doesn't understand the spirit what happens is you take the word and the word kills you so it says the god of this world is darkened their heart what was the god of this word the word without a spirit let me write it down here again. Show my picture here. The word without a spirit is the God of this age, which can be called law. Okay, so the word without a spirit is the place of darkness. It kills you, right? But now here says we don't have the administration of the letter we have the ministration of the Spirit. So how do what's going on here? It says, guys, the gospel we are preaching is the gospel that has the Word and the Spirit. It's the ministration of the Spirit that causes the Word to be alive. So therefore, here it says, now, if I bring the Word and the Spirit together, that's how the light starts shining in your thoughts do you see the importance of the word and the spirit here so the process of corruption was the mind that was only looking at the word of god and not discerning and understanding and receiving the spirit not reading the word with the spirit and guys let's be honest here let me be let's be honest here god told adam that don't eat from this tree don't eat from the tree of life so god spoke that word but that word eventually brought them uh, caused them to die why because serpent came because the natural man doesn't understand it because when adam and eve they heard god says don't eat from this they thought to themselves oh god knows if we eat of it we shall be like god didn't the serpent say that that was the natural understanding of the scripture so now here is the same thing it says god when guys when god speaks two things happen you're gonna either hear the word and the spirit or you're just gonna hear the word if you hear the word it's gonna kill you but if you hear the spirit also then it's going to be the illumination of light the creation of life inside of you and this is how you can walk in the spirit so i didn't get the chance in this video to talk to you about the three stages of being in the spirit i'm gonna talk about that in the next video but before we go i want you to um, go if you want to study study second corinthians chapter 4 uh, verse 1 to 6 and romans chapter 1 from uh, verse 8 to 23 or 24 because that shows you the process of uh, 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 corruption and how the incorruption must take over now the same way that corruption happened void of truth now the truth must come but the truth came through the law but because we didn't mix it with faith we didn't mix it with the spirit we didn't hear what the spirit is saying through the words we we fell into darkness but now is the time that we hear what the spirit says through the truth so i want to encourage you to grow in the knowledge of the lord jesus to grow in this to listening and inclining your ears to hear and now you can produce life abundant all right so other than that guys i will see you next week